We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gregorian chant in the legal ID. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Have you come up with a slogan yet for your show? Because I know a couple days ago you said... That on your way home with Gary. Oh, I was thinking about that last night. You were there. You were listening to CBS Sports Radio, mm-hmm. and whoever was on, they said, "Well, their last name is Dukes. It's Dukes. Carl Dukes." Yes. And so he says, when Guns he takes up, a caller, he says, "Put him up." Put him up. So, like, if I took you, uh, I would say, "All right, Tim is uh, downtown. Tim, put him up." Pew pew. Put him up. You'd say, "Put him up." Put him up. And then the producer plays a sound effect. Like punching, like we need a sound effect for so all, like all dukes, the callers. Yeah, dukes, put up your dukes, put them up. Winkler, I was thinking of that. I was thinking of Winkler. Winks. I was thinking, give me a wink. Like then we play a little. Ding. Yeah, I thought about that. I think I what I came up with is uh, for Bart. I would do a Bart Simpson one. Oh, like so I'd say like, all right, let's get on Tim downtown. Tim, don't have a cow, man. And then I'd play. Oh. Then you'd say, I, I won't have a cow, or I then, don't have a cow. I used to, you'd I say, I won't have a cow. cow, and then we'd play, don't have a cow, man. Yeah, That is interesting. Okay. Or okay. what else does he say? He says, uh, Cowabunga. Icarumba. No, Icarumba. Cowabunga's Mike. Yeah. Turtles. Yeah. Drink. Yeah. Mike's the best one. Leo's pretty cool. We've been Don's level-headed. This. We've been through this. Yeah, Raph sucks. Interesting. All right, well. I mean, I had I did have someone text me and say that Apple noise that I played yesterday was disgusting, along with you. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, you oh. played an ASMR. Is that how it's pronounced? Bite, a bite of an apple. A bite of an apple is disgusting. I don't need to pee. What? I don't need that. No, I will. I will not play that again. I will not play anything. So we're talking about um, Aaron Rodgers beforehand. Believe it or not, we were talking about how many grandmas he killed, and when he was asked about Jordan Love yesterday with the media. The traditional media. He was talking about Jordan Love and how much, you know, these reps with the first team help him. And we played the answer, and then it got me thinking. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Well, I think a lot of, a lot of good has happened from, you know, me breaking my toe last year. Gave him a lot of opportunities to take the one reps in practice. But as much as in this year, you've seen the fundamentals really start to kind of come together 
Year three, two to three is always an interesting year from development for a quarterback. I know I took a big jump, one, two, and two to three. But Tom Clements, I think, deserves a lot of credit for harping on the fundamentals and the way that he always did for me as a young player. And it seems to be sticking in for Jordan. And you know, he's been having some good practices. And anything, any chance he gets to take a you know, the majority of the reps like today is, is always a good opportunity. Okay, so Jordan Love is continuing to develop as the Packers' backup quarterback. When you're drafted into the NFL and you're a quarterback, you have to produce, but you also need to get into a good situation. Justin Fields, for example, is not in a good situation. Jordan Love probably wants to play. I mean, he was drafted in the same draft that Tua was, the Dolphins are looking at, like, this could be the make-or-break season for Tua's career. Jordan's barely got started yet. So he's 23 years old. He's going to turn 24 in November, Jordan Love. He's going to get another year, should all go to plan. He's going to get another year of tutelage under Aaron Rodgers, another year as the backup. And it is going to look exactly like what happened with, with Brett Favre, where Favre was here for three more years after the draft of Rodgers, and then uh, Jordan Love for three years under Rodgers. So then what's next? I don't think this is a case where Rodgers, I don't see him retiring. He's retiring sooner rather than later. He's on the back nine. But let's say he does not retire. Let's say Rodgers doesn't retire. Rodgers is still, again, a lot of assumptions here, but let's play it out. Rodgers is still going to be at a level that's better than what Jordan Love is. And Rodgers, this new contract he signed, you can't really trade him without a massive cap hit. He knows what he's doing. He, he, it's all worked out for him. But he wants to stay here. He wants to finish with one team. You heard how much Leroy talked about that, how great it is, especially being the Packers. Well, Rodgers wanted that too. Packers drafted their replacement. And he said, not so fast, my friend. So let's play, let's go forward. Let's sim this season, Madden style. We're simming the season. Do 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 Okay, we've some we've seen the season. Won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we probably lost the MC championship game. No, let's just say we won it. Well, if we win it, that's a different that's different. Does Rogers retire? Is he more likely to retire if he yes. wins? Yes. So then we want to win the Super Bowl. Like I said last year, winning the Super Bowl is best case scenario because then Rogers retires and then you're on to Jordan Love. I, yeah, I think and it's not messy. I think Rogers wants to go out like John Elway did. On top. Don't you? I don't know that he wants to leave when he's still got a lot left in the tank. He wins. Okay. Wins NFL MVP. Again, three Again. in a row. We some he he does something crazy this year where where you're where they can't not vote for him. Like brings the grandmas back to life. Yes. <laughs> um that win, he killed. Win, <laughs> wins the NFC championship game. Wins the Super Bowl gets Super Bowl MVP. Ooh, wow! He's done. You think he's done? Okay. I, what else does What else does he have to play for? He has more Super Bowls than Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people do. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. He, he can well, be. He not. can be. Eli does. He can be. Okay. In Green Bay, probably probably goes down as the best quarterback in Green Bay history. Already is. Yeah, I think he needs that second Super Bowl. What? I do. Sorry. Who's be- Favre? Bar- no. Bart Starr? Mm-hmm. Bart Starr is a severely underrated quarterback. Bart Starr couldn't dream of doing half the things Rodgers is doing. 
So if you want to talk about more decorated, obviously it's Star. Yes. Well, I mean, he's right. No, Rogers. It's Rogers Favre Star. Okay. Next, go on. I'm just saying, if he goes out like that, wins those awards, wins the Super Bowl, he's done. He has nothing else to play for. What else does he have to play for? Money. Another Super Bowl? Go back to back? Yeah. No. Barf couldn't do it. Nah. Rodgers can try. No, he's done. What if he just likes playing football, Tim? What if he just likes being with the guys, Tim? <laughs> he can go with Blue Earth or Blue to Blue the Earth or whatever her name is. Hmm. I could. That, that's. Because, well, the situation, so let's say that doesn't happen. That'd be fun. That'd, okay. that'd be great. Okay, okay. Let's say we've we've simmed the season. Rodgers is the starting quarterback fall of 2023 next year. Where's Jordan Love? Probably with the Packers. All right, here's a little conversation that happened between two of our friends on Twitter. Rhino said, at Wings thinks, they will only have Love for this season. And then next. Then they'd have to exercise his fifth-year option, which they're 100% not doing. So he has gone this offseason guaranteed. Dave Cunahay responds to the tweet, says, I'll take that bet. Sports Talk Rhino responds to Dave. You think they'll sign a $20 million, $25 million option for him to be a backup? That's what it would be, fifth-year option. Not happening. And he's not going to sign a small extension when he can go play somewhere else for more money. Dave says, trust me, I'm taking this bet. Rhino says, 20 bucks. Dave says, fine with me, and I will say, read this exchange on air. Witness. Tweet. 20 bucks. That's the question, though, because of that fifth-year option. So after year four, they have to decide if they're going to have a fifth-year option. That's what they do with first-round picks. That's one of the reasons um, that teams – we're trying to trade into the first round because they want to be able to get these rookies for five years if they want them rather than the four so they don't leave in free agency. Right away, they have another year to negotiate and try to keep them. So these teams that are in the first round pick, you have these picks at the end of the first round, they become highly valuable if somebody wants a guy in that first round and wants to have that fifth year of control or at least the attempt to control. So highly valuable. But if Rodgers comes back next year, then this is going to be Jordan Love's fourth year. And really the only other situation we've ever seen like this is Steve Young, Joe Montana. And Steve Young backed up Montana for a long time before they finally traded him. They traded him in, what, 93? Young got there in 87? Six? He was there a long time. Now he played. He'd play a couple games each year and now year out. But Steve Young, even with all that backup time, ended up getting a gold jacket. Played for two years with Tampa and the USFL before that. Remember, it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame, not just the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know that you can afford, like Rhino says, can you pay a guy $25 million on a fifth-year option without extending him to be your backup? Because in worst-case scenario, is Rodgers plays and they don't win a Super Bowl through the end of Love's contract, then you're paying one quarterback $45 million. You're paying another $20 million. You're paying $65 million for two quarterbacks. They both leave after that year. So then you start to look at maybe do you see a trade here? Now, I didn't think Hayter would get traded this year, but I do not think Jordan Love gets traded this year under any circumstance. I think that they are. But then you've invested three years in Jordan Love. 
I invested three years in Brett Hundley, two years in Joe Callahan. At what point is the investment so strong that you can't let him go? And it's not a sunk cost fallacy thing. Sometimes when these teams draft a really high pick, when it's not working out, they try to make it work out because, well, we drafted a first-round pick on him. We can't, we can't just let him go. Like, uh, we got to make Johnny Manziel work. We got we to make it work. He's first-round pick. You're actually developing. You're helping this guy grow, and he's at the end of the season, he's going to be 24. So what I'm saying is even if Jordan Love plays through the rookie contract of five years and Rodgers leaves after that and they time it out where Rodgers leaves and Jordan Love's a backup for five seasons, Jordan Love would then be a starter if they sign him to a new deal at the age of 26. Younger than Brandon Whedon was when he was a starter. Younger than, who was the other guy? Chris Wenke? Wenke, yeah. The two, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's in the Packers' best interest to keep Jordan Love now and to to really become the heir apparent because of how much time they've sunk into him. But not I don't mean it that way. I mean how much they've developed him. And we're going to see what Jordan looks like uh, on Friday. Friday, very interesting to see. Friday from both perspectives. Trey Lance is, we got to see what he looks like. The Niners do. They're all in on him. Trey Lance can go 0 for 100 and throw 99 interceptions in the preseason. He will still start week one for the Niners. There's no question about it. Yeah, they're talking about either dropping Garoppolo or trying to trade him by the end of preseason. Well, they got it. You would think they have to trade him because, you know, then there's that controversy or it just makes it uncomfortable. But apparently that's not, they don't seem to care about that. I don't know. I'm just wondering what I'm what I'm throwing out there is I'm wondering at what point is the investment in Jordan Love so substantial and it's growing. It's like a stock that's growing in value. It's appreciating in value. It's getting better. He could be the one to step in here and lead us to the next level or to the next era of Packers football. Yeah, but let's 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 just see the the how he plays. Sure. Yeah, let's watch the preseason. I'm just trying to play it out a little bit. That if Jordan Love looks like the heir apparent and he's at a level you're comfortable with, but Aaron Rodgers is still not ready to leave, you know, does push come to shove? What are you going to do? So really hard to try to figure out what the next step is between those guys. We will see Jordan Love in the first two preseason games as the starter. Uh, We don't know about that fourth preseason game. Rodgers does not want to play in that fourth season game. Or the third, rather. They have three now. He reiterated that yesterday. I don't see any benefit to it. I definitely don't see any benefit to playing one series. Um, you know, if we're going to play, we should play. And play a quarter, a couple series, two or three series. If we're going to just suit up for four plays, to me, is a waste. So, and I'm not saying this to send a message to Matt. I've already told Matt the same thing. So, we'll, we'll see what happens when we when we get there. Um It'd be nice if that were the case, if Kansas City was playing some of the guys too. But, you know, when you have a, a stinker like we did last year in week one, there's always going to be the second guessing of what happened at training camp. Should we have played more? Should we have played in the first game, the second game? Whatever it might be. Um, I don't want to overreact to that. Matt doesn't either. But if we feel like we need to go out there and play a quarter or, or more, you know, that'll be Matt's call. I'm sure he'll lean on me and Big Dog and, 
and Alan and some of the older guys uh, to see what they're thinking. But if we play, we should play and not just play three plays, three runs, and punt it. That doesn't do anything for any of us. Tim was searching Blue of Earth Naked on Google. Easy. (laughs) Three one me. Lie. Three one. Rams on the north side, 677-1250. Ram. What's going on, Bart? What's good? Tim Shea. Tim Shea. Question, Bart. Why did that people don't give uh, Jordan Love uh, a little bit more patience? Because you got to remember when the Packers got him, we was in COVID. He really don't have a lot of. This is great. I get to hear you live, and then I get to hear you eight seconds after you say it to me in the background. Uh oh. But uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, no, take your time. Live show. Then, then my thing is, uh, so if you don't have a lot of receipts, and then people just. You know, you come behind Aaron Rodgers. I like Rodgers, too. Why don't they just have a little bit more patience, you know? They make it seem like he's a – well, not a scrub. Well, eventually the contract's going to run out, though, and you have to figure out what to do. Well, okay, well. And you can't pay a guy – you can't pay a starting quarterback $40 million and then a backup twenty five unless you want to pay the starter twenty five. And Rodgers doesn't want to retire, so he backs up Love for forty million. You want to think about yeah, that? Yeah, well, I don't think he would ask for that, knowing like, okay, I haven't played, I can't go for no max money. I, I get that part. You got to have some receipts when you start asking for money. But if there's no quarterback after Rodgers, I don't think Packerland want to go into a series of the like Packers of the '80s. <laughs> I hope not. No, if you're going to spend all this time on Jordan Love, he's got to be the quarterback. That takes over mean, from Aaron Rodgers, unless well, you, I mean, who else is going to be there? You're going to draft a guy, well, you have to develop him and start over. I don't think there's going to be a Tom Brady type of free agent that falls into your lap. Okay, well, just say this. I, I get tired of hearing that whole narrative. Let's talk about the receivers. See, if there's going to be a narrative, be talking about the Packers. For three years, GM Goody has not got a receiver. He got Watson. But then people say, well, he's from North Dakota State. And then you you kind of have to say, okay, then you ain't got Sammy Watkins, but Roger still has an arm. Why we can't get one legit guy? I don't care how much he costs. I don't I don't get that part, Bart. I just don't. I really just don't. Every you got quarterbacks that are way less talented than Rogers that got better receivers. At least one. At least one. Look, if you got to go into a electric cat to sign fight to win a Super Bowl, you just got to do that. And then when you think about it. Look at our sports teams. Whenever they went after a free agent, it got them close to a championship game. When we got CC Sebastian, the Bucks went and got Drew Holiday, when they went and got Reggie White, that's the way we got to do it. There's no other way. Draft and develop is not working. It's not working. It's not, Bart, it's not working. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, just look at, look at the receipt. Good analysis from me. Yeah, look and see. Oh, then the other thing, Bart. Yeah. You're doing a good job on that national scene. Mm. And, yes, you do need some theme music. You and Tim Shea need to work on that. You need some nice, catchy theme music. Because it's the morning time. You're going to get something to wake people up. And I'll start posting some playlists on Twitter. I got some good songs. All right, yeah. Let me Give me a mixtape. I got it. Oh, I could do that. I could do that. All right. All right, Ram. All right, Bart. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Thanks for my call, Bart. Yeah, you can turn your radio back up. 414-677. 1250. So just some in, there's interesting things to ponder as we get ready for this first preseason game on Friday night. Friday night lights. Want to talk a little bucks? A little tiny bucks. 
before the end of the show. Maybe we'll get a Brewer lineup. Spoiler alert, we will not. And talk some baseball with Scott Miller. Take a grander look around the league. We'll do that coming up. I'm Bart. That's Tim Shea on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You're not talking enough about Shohei Otani. And I think if we talked about Shohei Otani all show, it wouldn't be enough. Here's the headline from MLB.com yesterday. Otani ties Ruth, passes Ichiro in same game. What? Otani ties Ruth, passes Ichiro in same game. Otani joined Babe Ruth's exclusive 10 homer, 10 win club last night. And he tied Ichiro for the most home runs by a Japanese-born player. So, I mean, what this guy is doing is just incredible. A headline that says, Otani ties Ruth, passes Ichiro in same game is ridiculous. Tell me the Angels won last night. Please don't make it be that joke where they always lose these kind of games. Tell me the Angels won. Last night, the Angels... They won 5-1. Okay. (laughs) 4-1. Yeah, you got me again. Got me again. Talked a lot of things baseball last night on the Zach Gelb show. I filled in with Scott Miller, MLB Network Radio, Sirius XM. And I was trying to tell him that, yeah, the Josh Hader trade is terrible. He agreed. Because in the meantime, there's no other contender that made their team worse. Now, do we really like these prospects? Apparently the Brewers do. Talking to Adam McKelvey last hour, you can – Check it up on the Odyssey app. Fingers crossed. You can? I know you put it there. Can people go get it? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> yes! But but what I told them was there's seven teams contending in the playoffs in the NL. The Dodgers and Mets are in. You've heard me say this. The Braves are in. The Padres are in. I'm going to put them in. So it's down to the Phillies, the Cardinals, and then the Brewers. And as of last night, I told Scott, I, I just feel like the Brewers might be the team – on the outside looking in. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I agree. I mean, I'm as you mentioned, I'm in San Diego now. The Giants still have some of those sexy names from a year ago when they won 107 games, but they're not the same Giants. You know, guys, are they're not catching the ball. Um, they've had some injuries. Buster Posey retired. Um, you know, they're, they're a game under 500 as we speak. Um, yeah, Philadelphia is, you know, Dave Dombrowski, you figured he would, made some nice moves at trade deadline, bringing in Noah Syndergaard. I mean, you know, it's not like you know, bringing in Roy Halladay at the, at the, in the prime of his career, but um, he, I think he did what he needed to do to give the Phillies 
a good chance. And, you know, we, they haven't even, doesn't seem like Phillies have played all that well this year. And yet, you look, they're 12 games over 500. They went on that winning streak after they fired Joe Girardi and uh, uh, promoted um, uh, the bench coach. And it's hard not to see Atlanta, Philadelphia, and San Diego in some order, those three teams claiming the wild card. Talking with Scott Miller, Sirius XM, MLB Network Radio, the New York Times as well. I think with those Padres, you know, a lot of people saw that trade for Juan Soto, Josh Bell even, and they were happy to see the Padres do that. They were happy to see the Padres kind of say, hey, we're, we're here to play a little bit. Now, they lost a bunch after the All-Star break. I still don't feel like there's any sense of panic. This is a wild card team. They were going to be a wild card team. I thought, okay, maybe there'll be a fun little race where they just go blazing, catch up to the Dodgers. The Dodgers over the weekend, though, they're like, yeah, okay. What did they put up? Eight runs a night, it felt like, on the Padres. So the Padres yeah. did all this, but they're still a wild card team. And the Dodgers kind of just, you know, reaffirmed who they were this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about that. The Dodgers, went, I think that the kind of the trade deadline last 12, last Tuesday, Dodgers had like a 12-and-a-half game lead in the division. And I thought even then, even on the day of the trade deadline, before a game was played that night, even knowing Josh Bell, um, Juan Soto, Josh Hader, Brandon Drury were all going to San Diego, um, I thought even then the division's out of, out of reach. I mean, there was no way unless they went to L.A. and you know, They would have had to sweep. I think I, Dodgers come down to San Diego two more times. Um, I can't remember if the Padres go back there, but um, they, they were there over the weekend for three. They've got six. They've got six and, and maybe nine games against the Dodgers. I mean, I thought they were going to have to sweep every single one, uh, you know. And then after what happened this weekend, as you said, Padres are sixteen back. The, the Dodgers, um, you know, I mean, they went twenty-one and five in July. Uh, these guys. Even though they're without Walker Bueller and, and Dustin May has been out all year, both of those gentlemen are going to be coming back here in the next few weeks. Uh, the Dodgers are just, they're the best team in, in the league and maybe in baseball. But what the Padres did, I think, uh, uh, Bart, on these, with these moves, is when we get to October, you hit a reset button and everybody starts with a clean slate. And I think the Padres, they, you're right, they need to, it wouldn't be bad if they'd Forget win a game or two since the trade deadline. How about score some runs? Into the yeah. night, they, they haven't scored in 23 innings. They've got a 23-inning score in the street, which just is mind-boggling with Machado and Soto in the lineup and some of the others. But, but anyway, you know, what the Padres did, when they, if they can claim one of those wild-card spots, you know, they're going to be a really, really tough out in October. I mean, with best of seven series, you were on Joe Musgrove, Sean Manaya, um, um, New Darvish, Mike Clevenger, even Blake Snell, who's been a little better lately. I mean, that's pretty formidable to run into a, a best of seven series. And then, you know, you bring in weapons like Josh Hader out of the bullpen. Um, they got the pitching when things reset in October. They're not going to win the division. Dodgers going to do that. But, but they could all of a sudden put the tables on the Dodgers if, if uh, with this pitching and then with some of the, you know, if they're hitters, especially when Tatis Jr., who's due back in about 10 days or so, uh, that's going to, they could be really, really tough. One of those teams you don't want to play in October. Again, thanks for the reminder that Josh Hader's a Padre. Uh, that's, uh, that's always 
That's good. Well, it's unbelievable. I mean, and I know the Brewers <laughs> tried to say, wait, we got Trevor Rosenthal. That increased our payroll. And that's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could have signed him two weeks ago, but then we let the Giants, and then we traded our never our seventeen prospect in the system for him. What a disaster that was! The races are still pretty interesting and pretty good in the American League. The wild card, there's a lot of teams. Even still, the Orioles could could have a say in some things. This AL Central, I feel like you know the Twins. I think they thought they had a pretty good team. The Guardians maybe as well. The White Sox, man, I, I just can't believe they keep hovering around 500 and then this Tim Anderson injury. And this is this is a classic case of underachieving. And I don't I don't know who comes out of that division. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I spent some time with the White Sox. I wrote a story, uh, uh, kind of a took a look at them for the New York Times um, right before about two weeks before the All-Star break. And right then, they were heading into where they were playing like 17 of 19 against AL Central teams. And like 15 games were against the two teams ahead of them, the the Guardians and the Twins. And I thought, okay, at that time, the White Sox had gotten Lance Lynn and some of the other injured players back. I figured, now's their time to make a move. Well, here we are a few weeks later, and no, there was no move made. Um, They're still slogging around in third base, in third place, but... Twins and Guardians continue to fail to put them away. So I go back and forth on the White Sox between they just don't have it this year and they're done versus they keep hanging around. And if the Twins and Guardians aren't going to put them away, eventually they're going to hit even a streak where they win 7 of 10 and move into first place. So I can't figure out that division. The Guardians, to me, are the team to maybe keep watching because same thing, the Twins – haven't put the Guardians away yet. Guardians are the youngest team in baseball by average age. And in today's game, you know, if you can win and play and not be, you don't get into moments that are too big for you. In other words, don't be intimidated, which Guardians don't seem to be. And, and oh, by the way, they've got as good a manager as there is in the game, Terry Francona. It's like they're one of those teams, the longer you let them hang around, youngest average age in baseball, you know, they're going to hit a point pretty soon where they're going to think they're pretty good and they're going to uh, be fresh late in the season because they're so young and maybe they're going to go on a run and win it. You know, Scott Miller joining us here. Uh, the baseball, the way that it's playing out here in 2022, it's pretty easy to say who the four best teams are. There's no debate. It's the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers, and the Mets. That's Those are the four best teams. And yep. so if it plays out that way where they all win their division – there are buys now in baseball, and I don't know how much it's going to matter. I don't know if, you know, because I always say in baseball, you get in, who knows? You're hot, right. okay. And now you're going to have one of you're going to have all four of those teams, the hottest teams. They're going to rest for three or four days. Again, is that going to matter? I don't know. We don't know yet until we see it. If one of those teams does lose after their buy, then the discussion is going to come up. Well, what are they supposed to do? They had three or four days off. The Phillies came in red hot. You know, you couldn't stop them. That, that's baseball. So I wonder if that will become a topic. Of those four teams, is one more likely than the other to trip up? Because they all are playing very, very well right now. Well, the Yankees went on yeah. a slide, but still, nobody's worried about them. Right. No, no, you're right. The Yankees are the team that right now is, is the last three weeks haven't been kind to them. And with the Yankees, you know, they've got Giancarlo Stanton out right now on the injured list. 
they suffered a big blow in Seattle last night, losing Matt Carpenter to a broken foot. And who would have ever figured the way Matt Carpenter's last two or three years have gone that anybody would say losing him is a big blow. But he's really he really found himself again with the Yankees, and then it was almost like a tease, and then he got hurt, and now he's gone. So Yankees need to make sure they keep Aaron Judge healthy. That's the other one. Because, you know, he's been healthy all year, and he's always good for an injured list day or two. Um, so as long as they keep their, thing, their you know, main characters together, I think they're going to be fine. In terms of, you know, who's maybe most vulnerable if they sit three days in a row, um, that's a really, really good question. I mean, I, I'm going over in my mind, the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers, the Mets. I, I say it could be the Dodgers because they're – They've got some streaky hitters. You know, Cody Bellinger can get hot, and then he can get cold. Max Muncy. Um, you know, maybe some of the streaky hitters, if they if they sit for a little bit, that could cool them down. I think a couple of days off might help the Mets in the long run because, you know, especially it looks like as long as they enter the playoffs with a healthy Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, DeGrom in his two outings back from the injured list so far has been really good. And given given their ages and the wear and tear on the on the arms, I think maybe maybe a couple of days off could help the Mets with Scherzer and Degrom. Scott Miller, MLB Network Radio. Thank you for your time. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Oh, he's still on hold. Could you say bye to him? Yes, I got him. Don't <laughs> worry. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> he's still on hold from twelve hours ago. If you're applying to a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Greatmidwestbank.com today. The MLB a playoff race is going to be very interesting. So I know it's regionalized sport and we kind of just focus on the Brewers, maybe the Cardinals, maybe maybe the Phillies. But some of these games are worth staying up for, man. This uh, Giants-Padres series have been good. And, uh, and there's going to be some good races. Hey, I want to mention one other thing. Giannis, 31 and 10 last night, or yesterday afternoon, or whenever it was. He's playing in Eurobasket, a European basketball tournament. 11 for 13. He was two of three from three. I think Greece won. It's so hard to like know when they're on or where to watch them or what's even going on. I just Do saw you know it. where they're playing? Giannis, yeah, Europe. But where? I don't know. Okay. Because I could do the time, and then we could figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's too much. Are these games on TV? I have Here? no idea okay. how to watch it. Okay. Somebody was posting some clips of something. I the box, I think. Yeah, it's just it's too hard. If, you, if it's not going to be in front of my face, I'm not going to go seek to find this. I got I got no idea. 414-677-1250. 1250 AM, the fan from the Lakeland University Studios. Earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Oh, my God. I'm a little tired. I, I had a few uh, busy week. Went down to Canton and back. Went to New York last night for Zach Gelb's show. You seem refreshed, though. From yesterday, you were yawning. Yeah, that was weird. You just seemed a lot more refreshed now. Yeah. And... Well, I know that the thing I've been dreading the most about this week is almost over. So I think I'm looking forward to that. What? Not getting a Brewers lineup. Yeah. They're not going to give me a lineup for 10. No, I got to take your ass to the game today. We'll be in and out. 
Wow. So what I needed, I needed, we got to do a little work today at the ballpark. Yeah, little, little, take care of the little business, as they say. I need to train Tim Shea on equipment. I'm not going to know what I'm doing. Anyway. No, it's going to be awful. It's going to be awful. It's going to be an awful experience. And I'm just dreading it. But you did tell me you're going to buy me lunch, so. I'll buy you lunch. No, God. What no. do you want? Jeez, no. You want, uh. We're going to be at the park? Yeah. What do you like there? I want them to, I like when they take two brats, they cut a brat down the middle, and I put a brat in the brat. So it's like a brat witch. It's a brat in the brat? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Make them do that for me, please. You know everyone there. We can go say hi to Bob today. Yeah, If sorry if people come up to me and say, what are you doing here? And look at me all strange and... Yeah, hey, you used to work there for 15 years, and now yeah. you have to go back with your tail behind your legs. With you. As a member of the media. With you. Must be awful for you. The Sean O'Connell. Sean. Uh, good morning. And, yes, that does sound like an awful job, um, I'm sure. Guy works in a people... place for 15 years, leaves, and then for his new job, he has to go back to the old place. Oof. Right, yeah. In a, in a completely different capacity. With in a different... much worse capacity before Tim could go anywhere at any time. Now he's got to be beholden by the rules of the media. Oh, it's terrible right. for you. God, that sucks. It's going to be awful. It is awful. I'm going to be like, oh, I know where we can. Oh, no, can't, you can't go, go there. there. Oh, my God. That sucks. Exactly. And they Although, have just do what I of... did. I'm sorry, Sean. I'll get to you, but uh, you'll like this story. Do what I did this morning. Make your own path. Exactly. The exit to get on uh, the road that we need to get on to come to work, it was coned off today. But there were no signs on my entire drive letting me know it would be coned off. So I just went through the, the cones, and I took the exit. And they got mad at me, and I honked at them. And I made it to work on time. Uh, I don't Make know your own I... path. Yes, usually uh, that is a, a very, very wise, or at least it, it's a nice heartwarming platitude. However, Bart, what if someone had stolen uh, the sign in some kind of youthful exuberance uh, through no fault of the construction workers. And it was, in fact, could have been very dangerous for you. I mean, you could have driven off an overpass that no longer spanned. No, I was the, pretty uh, confident. It's been, uh, I have not gotten a car accident in three days. Okay, I can, I, I, now I, I, all right, I understand your confidence then. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't aware of that. It's been a full uh, 72 uh, hours safety, since I backed uh, into a pole in our parking lot here. Right, three days is a long time to go without an accident, absolutely. Thank you. Um, speaking of accidents, uh, there was a little bit of a happy accident at 8.50 this morning, uh, approximately, with your talk with Adam McKelvey, and if I, uh, 10 seconds to reset the audience. A couple of months ago, I had a funny take on the Brewers Unfiltered podcast about the name of which uh, is ridiculous because you do filter beer. They are the Brewers. So if they're working along that line, unfiltered does not make any sense. And additionally, on the other side of the unfiltered, unscripted, people say whatever they say, we of course know that the Brewers podcast could not be more filtered and Adam offhandedly said um, people need to uh, have a cold, hard look at things. Um, and I thought that sounds familiar, cold, filtered. Miller Genuine Draft, they say 
cold filtered, never heat pasteurized. The Brewers podcast should be the cold filtered podcast. Everything, uh, if uh, uh, everything is all said in equal, David Stearns will cold filter every part of baseball operations that he's the president of. Everything is cold filtered. Cold analyzation doesn't care if someone is a fan favorite. Uh, he will trade him. It, it just does not matter to them. So rather than uh, uh, curse the darkness continually, I say let's light a candle. Cold filtered podcast. Adam McKelvey did a fantastic job. I mean, we haven't seen. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It made me tear up a little. That bit. wasn't me. Um, uh, studio audience is in today. We, okay. we let him back after uh, COVID. Cool, but yeah, we haven't seen. Um, you know. Uh, 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 putting a, a happy face on a, a terrible situation the way Adam McKelvey did since probably 2003 and uh, old Baghdad Bob saying that uh, <laughs> U.S. tanks were being attacked by pterodactyls. So good for him, too. Again, I'm lighting the candle, Bart Winkler. Take care. Thanks, the Sean O'Connell. I was really glad to talk to Adam McKelvey today. If you missed that, it is on the Odyssey app. Now, it is there. So... Whatever journey or quest you're on, it, I can tell you that it is there. But Adam's always been, I know that sometimes Adam gets accused of being a guy that carries water for the Brewers. Adam does a good job of helping us try to, and this is through all of his reporting, helping us try to figure out what is going on and then trying to explain it through the eyes of the Brewers. And so I thought it was really good to hear some of the Stuff about how they had to know about Taylor Rogers. He says they knew that. He's got this knee injury all of a sudden, cortisone shot. But they knew that. The Denelson Lamette thing was more of a we never wanted him anyway, I guess, sort of situation. Which sucks and is stupid. It is stupid. Because part of the reason they tra- – I mean, did he tell me that the Brewers were going to send money back in the deal? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand that if you're going to trade for Josh Hader, they – he also said that these they're really high on the two prospects they got, which, okay. I mean, they were none of the guys. They were still able to make a Juan Soto trade without these guys. So if they were, if the if the league's really high on these guys, why didn't the Nationals, you know, say, hey, you know, we'd take them? I don't know. The whole thing is is interesting. They did get a win last night, so, so that is good. Uh, a lot of talk about the Big Ten this week, Tim. It looks like. It looks like what will happen is that the new Big Ten TV contract, they'll be on the Big Ten Network, of course. They're going to be on Fox primarily. Fox will get the main choice of games. They could then take over the CBS 230 window as SEC is going to ESPN. And then NBC could jump in the fold and say, we'll do a primetime game and doubleheader that with our Notre Dame coverage. So you could be able to on... Fox, CBS, and NBC watch three marquee Big Ten games every Saturday. I'll take it. At 11, 2.30, and probably 6. I'll take it. The concern for some in the sports media business and maybe in Big Ten land is that to go away from ESPN entirely would be a mistake. Why? Because, well, we saw what happened with the NHL. They left ESPN, and... Nobody cared, and now they're back, and everyone cares again. Well, okay, but to counterpoint, I don't know if this is a big deal or not, but those three stations that you mentioned that they'd be on, 
are not cable. They're over the No, air. that is a big deal. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm agreeing with you. Okay. I think that every, every, everybody gets to see them. But they're not just leaving ESPN. ESPN's not a big deal anymore. That's wrong. Yeah. The channel? The channel. I'm, I'm, no. There's, do you watch ESPN? Doesn't matter what I watch. What matters is what, what people watch. It matters that they're, there's, there's basically two things you're paying for when you pay for cable. You're paying for ESPN because they charge the cable companies six to twelve dollars a month, and you're paying for Fox News because MSNBC and CNN they charge like if you ever get a breakdown of your bill, and they'll never give this to you, but I've seen when I worked in the biz, and you might be able to find it online. I don't need to talk. I hit myself in the face. Okay. CNN charges like two bucks. MSNBC charges like a buck fifty. Fox News charges like thirteen dollars. So even if you never watch any of those, $13 of your bill every month is going towards Fox News. Five, six, seven, eight dollars of your bill every month is going towards ESPN, even if you never watch any of those. It makes up the cable package. So a lot of people are, yes, still watching ESPN. I mean, even if even if you're like, well, I don't like get up, I don't like first take, I don't college football playoff. Monday night football. Okay, great. That's yeah. So okay. don't tell me you okay. don't watch ESPN. Fine. fine. But you get three primetime matchups. And in 2024, when UCLA and USC, and eventually, I'm going to say this, when eventually Notre Dame comes to the Big Ten, because it's an, they're going to join, right? Oh, no? What are they going to do? Stay independent? Bart, these... <laughs> You're just not going to answer me. You're going to answer me with, with... Okay. So, if Notre Dame stays independent and these... Conferences only play conference schedules. Who's Notre Dame going to play? Oh, Texas State, Idaho. Oh, okay. So they'll stay independent and just play those small schools and automatically get every year because be they're Notre Dame. Yeah, they'll be tw- well, they'll be twelve and zero. Okay. How good. do you keep out an underfaded Notre Dame? All right. So when Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, play it. Yeah. Oh. You're, I'm you're a Packers fan. Shut up, Sean. You can have matchups. Like Ohio State and Penn State in the morning, and then USC versus Michigan in mm-hmm. the afternoon, mm-hmm. and then Notre Dame versus Wisconsin. Notre Dame versus whoever at night. And Tim Shea can't think of one more Big Ten team off matches. the top of his head. This is incredible. Well, I'm not going to say Minnesota. Why not? I'm not going to say Nebraska. Fine, Notre Dame and Nebraska. Ugh. Notre Dame and Rutgers, Notre Dame and Maryland, Notre Dame and... USC! USC, sure, great, <laughs> whatever. UCLA, I said Michigan, USC, so... UCLA. All right, we're done. We're back tomorrow. Talk Brewers, Rays, and much more. I'm Bart, that's Tim. Toby and the Big Show Boys, next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.